You found it. The Internet's RedHotRadio.fm. Oak Park, Chicago, Illinois. RedHotRadio.fm. For all y'all youngins, Chess Records, VJ Records, all these Mercury Records, all that shit was started here in Chicago. And from 11th in Michigan all the way to 22nd, I think 25th in Michigan, was some of the best independent labels during that era. From Muddy Waters to Chuck Berry to The Emotions to Carl Davis, the baby face of his time. A lot of that came here in Chicago. So we, we, we're, we're kind of blending the new with the traditional history and flow of black music in Chicago. It all starts with us. It continues from what Waka was saying, Bodil's my man, Debbie, you, 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 the, you the idol. Down with Russell got me in the game. Actually, Doc Brown got me in the game and had me work for his sister, Ardenia Brown, who was the VP over at Def Jam. So there's a lot of history here. And, you know, no Brad, but I was one of the first street marketing heads here in Chicago and one of the best in the country and didn't even allow gender to come into the flow because whatever I had to do, I had to do it. Because it's not about being a woman, it's about also being black and protecting the narrative. So speaking of the narrative, I'm going to hand it over to um, Fub because Fub and I go way back. And I remember before there was Legit Ball and there was Berry Juice. Well, no, it was after Berry Juice, right? Berry Juice. So this man is, trust me, he understands the independent game before Chance or any of these other youngins. I call them youngins and not out of disrespect because I feel like I'm the elder now. You know, I'm the young elder, but I'm the elder nonetheless. And even flowing into the media side, if you have not picked up this paper, make sure you pick it up. I left it out there, Bronzeville Life. We're a media partner for the entire conference, but more so we're a year in. I'm the former managing editor of the Chicago Defender, and I wear that hat, and I'm now the editor-in-chief of Bronzeville Life. And I make sure that through all the rat race of the violence, sitting down talking to young victims of gun violence, the mothers, the parents, the grandparents, sitting there reporting from not only a political sense, but also making sure that people are aware of that bridge. Music does have vibration. So I always make sure I focus on the music side. The cover, this year, the cover for this is DJ Ferris. Yes. All right? Now, we didn't make mention, and I love the fact that Godfather does this, but don't forget, we're coming out of Black Music Month. Yes. Now, everybody want to roll into the pride, but love is love, and it starts with black love. And Black Music Month was where we just came out of. All of you all represent that. Don't ever forget that. And even though we celebrate one year, I mean, one month out the year, every month should be Black Music Month for you. Control the narrative. Control it. Use it for good. Because there will be no others without the ones before us. That, that gentleman that stood there and talked and said, keep hope alive, one of the few that's still doing that for us. So don't get bored. Don't sit up here thinking, ah, well, you know, that's just the reverend. No. Go to Rainbow Push Saturday morning and see what that man 
and his legacy has really built. And ask yourself, what's your legacy? If you weren't here tomorrow, what would be your legacy? That man sacrificed a lot. Things you don't even see. So that's what we're here for. We're here for creating, exchanging information, the education to build so that we can carry on the legacy, especially each of our own legacy. Global Mix with two X's, dot org. So Mary, some love, man. I'm going to keep mine short to piggyback off what everybody doing. I actually, me and my partner, um, started MGI Entertainment, right? Um, everybody know my history. She told y'all about the legit ballers, the seawalls, and all that type of thing. Um, but we're doing something in the south suburbs right now. I'm building a half a million dollar studio right now. Um, we was going to Atlanta. We actually building one in Atlanta too, but I think it was better for us to try to do something here in the city for our people. We could have picked up and went anywhere with our money. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's needed here. You know, it's needed. We could have ran like everybody else, you know. Like I say, we we, um, we want to put back. We want to get back, you know. Uh, we coming out of our own pocket, no financing with this project. Um, like I say, we we, we, we in about 500000 on the, on this property that we bought. It's going to have, like, um, state-of-the-art recording studios, um, AB production room, getting into the movie side, we're doing video editing suites and movie suites and different things like that. If y'all get a chance to go see this movie on Netflix called um, um, Jackson, the new movie on Netflix, it's called uh, Pierre Jackson or something like that. Pierre Jackson, the new movie just came on Netflix. My partner Chris Adams and Hannah, they did all the editing and everything on that, on that particular Impact Studios. Actually did all the editing and, and, um, on that movie. You know what I'm saying? So we just funded them. They got a new movie coming out that we funded as well. So what I'm trying to tell y'all is we have to if, if we have to give back, man. We have to give back to Chicago. You know, it's a scene here. They're giving tax breaks, all type of money for these movies and different things like that. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was, I was, hey, I was trying to go to the A. You know what I'm talking about? We got a $300,000 house in Atlanta. We we about to pack up. But we have to be there to network. But I want these kids come out of Columbia College. You know where they going to go? Everybody can't afford to go to L.A. Everybody can't afford to go to Atlanta. Everybody can't afford to go to New York. You know, these some real expensive places to live and try to work on your craft. So, like I said, it'll be open in about... I want to say around Global Mix time by November. We have a grand opening. I got Drama Boy coming, Jazzy Faye coming, Zaytoven coming, um, um, Rick Ross coming. He's a co-partner of ours in this project. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to invite everybody out, man. It's going to be a real big, big event. So Y'all can see what a real studio look like in Atlanta and different places in the world because it's, it's a little different than your home, home studio. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be affordable to everyone who's serious. It ain't no hangout spot. It ain't that type of situation. It's some, you want to do real music. We're teaching kids in there. You know what I'm saying? We got kids coming in, teaching them the arts, teaching them pianos. We got teachers coming in and different things like that. Engineering, you know. Um, just, just doing a lot of positive things, man. And like I say, looking for the name, look for the brand, MGR. We finna start making a lot of noise in the city. So just come out and support, and we'll support y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thank you.
start the war show, so I'm gonna just pretty much leave it. <laughs> Y'all give Brad Kelly a hand, man. So we finna start the award show. We finna honor the people in this room. IMS is here to honor the people who don't get honored. People don't say thank you until you did. <laughs> or they, oh, he did. And I, I'm gonna tell y'all something. My man right here, it was a chance that he wasn't gonna make it. He was sick. And when I used to look at him on Instagram, I used to cry. Cause this was my man. I ain't have enough guts to call him. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't stay on the phone with him. I remember we talked at five o'clock in the morning. And we both cried. He said, man, I've been needing you. And I just cracked the picture like, nigga, why you had them snacks in that, on that damn desk right there? Talking about your kidneys bad. And he told me, so, wait, you got your snacks? Hell yeah, I'm eating them right now. And he's like, stop eating that. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to be all right. I'm talking about this dude right here was sick to the point where Cash was calling like, man, Big Fub ain't going to make it. Y'all might, y'all should call him, make sure he's straight, man. He ain't gonna make it. I remember Brad calling me like, man, Big Fub sick. And we, the city was froze and he moved. Cause he was running from it too. He didn't want to let his city down. He was sick. And all he said to me was, yeah, man, I, I don't want to let them down, man. So I just I got up out of there. So you could go somewhere else where people don't really know you and die, bro? Nah, you coming here. He like, bro, I'm gonna be all right. I'm talking about out of no damn well, he got a kidney. Right? So I'm telling you right now, standing next to a guy, this boy right here said, I'm gonna be all right and kept saying it. My business partner in the back, Marquita, she saw me cry like a, a baby about this dude. And this dude had heart failure. They said he's gonna die. Big Brad gonna die, he had heart failure. Ain't no way. People, y'all know people who had heart failure. They didn't make it. Big fella went to the workout. I remember when I talked to him about not eating chicken. He said, I ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> I love chicken. Chicken ain't done shit to me. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm like, nigga, you had heart failure. You about to die again. Chicken ain't done shit to me. I give up the beef. I even give up the pork. I ain't giving up no goddamn chicken. We were sitting in the, the man sitting in his truck. I'm looking at him like, your heart has failed. That man looked me right in my eye. And chicken didn't do it. <laughs> and he was bigger than this, way bigger than this. So to watch a dude sweat, and they said, man, you can't work out, your heart gonna stop. He's like, fuck that. I'm gonna make it. So when, when I tell you, I got members of a board that not only talk that shit, but walk that shit, done fought like a motherfucker for this city, even to their life end. Listen, if he say he gonna do it, 
It's going to get done. He's standing right here. Three years later, he right here. They said he was going to be dead. He right here. They said he was going to be dead. He, right, this boy driving trucks now. I own trucks now. You own them now? Damn. Hey, Bo. Yeah, I did it. Just throw it out there. Watch him go get it. He went and got it. I appreciate y'all. Y'all get him a hand, man. These dudes mean a lot to me. All right. I'm going to bring my awardees up. I appreciate y'all both. Walker, you stay still. Chris, give me a chair right there. Crystal, thank you so much. Uh, Bam, come on up here. I got stuff to do. Hey, Thomas. Yeah, now we got stuff to do. I'm sorry, the family union. You can go over there and sit down. You can't. You show people problems? You want me to get you a show people chair? Hey, hey, Jill. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all independent artists, and I forgot to say this. Y'all make sure y'all go to distrokid.com. Me and my mother started another distribution called Tag Distro. They got two of them called. But I'm going to tell y'all something before we started our distro company. When I seen distro kids, they got something on there. You spell it D-I-S-T-R-O, kid. Not kids, kid. They got this package on there. Come, It's called Become Your Own Label. It teaches you how to become your own label as an artist. So that's, make sure y'all look into that. But in a minute, me and my mother will have our distribution company in a couple of months. But in my opinion, Distro Kids is the best. So y'all definitely should get into them. What's, it, what's the name of the work? It's called Distro Kid. What's the name of the company? Our company is Tag. We be we be we be up and running in ninety days. All right, we're Tag. That's what we doing business with. We gonna fuck with our own. Ain't no bullshit. If they starting it, they family. We fuck. We ain't fucking with them because they don't know business. Excuse my language, Bam. I'm sorry. Bam just looked at me. At John Mitchell, chief of staff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This hip hop. I'm sorry, the sports is upstairs. Anybody that want to go upstairs to the sports event, please get on the elevator, go right up. Uh, brothers, I'm going to need y'all to clear my doorway out. Have a seat, please. I want to acknowledge somebody. Come here, little brother. Come on up here, little brother. Where Ashley at? Somebody reach in that hallway and tell Ashley Jackson to come here. Oh, come here, Ashley. Now, Netflix just dropped a movie. If y'all don't know this movie, oh, yeah. y'all know this little girl right here? This Ashley Jackson. Y'all know that little brother right there? I do. Huh? I do. I love the movie. Khalil Everidge, y'all make some noise for the, the stars of the movie Beats. It's fine. Yeah, that boy right there held his own in that movie. Next time you get with a homeboy, tell him it's not Roseland. It's Roseland. That's how we knew he was from Chicago. Like, hell no, boy, it ain't Roseland. You know how many people got chased through Roseland? It was people that got beat up in Roseland. Like, hell no, it's Roseland. I got beat up over there. So I want y'all to know I completely was blown away. I looked at that movie three times, right? To see this little brother. Not only did he deal with a disease that is out in this community. Y'all need to know this. This little boy played 
what so many of us, I, I go through PSTD, or is it PTSD, right? I was growing with that shit, whatever it is. Deb got it, Walker got it, Bo got it, most of y'all got it, and we walking through it and don't know it. He did that. Watch that movie. And I'm sitting there like, damn, that, I do that. Yes. I be sitting there and I don't want nobody to touch me, don't say nothing to me. And I'm like, you know what? This disease is real. And we letting people tell us it ain't, but it is. We are living in a war zone because we letting it be like that. So I want y'all to give them a hand again. I didn't even know that was Reverend Jackson's daughter. I was looking at that like, that's a nice girl walking up there. Say something, boy. Say something. I'm hollering at the TV. My girl like, they can't hear you. Say something, boy. She ain't going to keep on walking by every day. And I didn't even know it was Reverend Jackson's daughter until she walked through the hallway. I'm like, what's that little girl name right there? What's her name? And somebody say, that's Ashley. I said, yeah, I know that's Reverend Jackson's daughter, but I'm talking about what the girl name right there. She said, that's Reverend Jackson's daughter. Damn. I just walked up on the line. Damn. What you doing in the movie, dog? She, yes? I, I gotta go there. You know I always gotta go there. What? Let me tell you, when I got to the hotel, wow. that was the first movie
So you have to also be mindful of the decisions that you make when you're in here. You can make a whole lot of bad decisions. All that glitters is not gold. And also remember, television, tell lies to your vision. I'm going to let it go now. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Ashley and Khalil. Y'all give them a hand. Look that movie up, Beat. Khalil, y'all got something coming out? Say what? You got another movie coming out? No. Not at the moment we can talk about. Okay, your auntie a real powerful lawyer, so we're going to get you another movie. Khalil don't go nowhere. We're going to have Deb talk to you about that. All right? Thank you all for coming up here and being acknowledged. Look at the movie Beats, Netflix. Oak Park, Chicago's RedHotRadio.fm.